0: Welcome into A to Z Sports Prime Time on a Wednesday night from the Superbook Sports Studios. I'm your host, Buck Rising. I'm proud, as always, to be presented to you by our friends at Superbook Sports, Tennessee's newest sports book live in the state. Bet it all. Every regular season game has a line attached to it in the Superbook Sports app. Bet it all, local or national, at Superbook Sports. Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet since 1983. They're the best in the business and have been operating with award-winning customer service, honesty, and integrity for nearly 40 years. Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet or online at tworiversford.com. The Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage. That's where you go for the Intel edge that will allow you to succeed. That will allow you to maximize your value, whether It's on your next home uh, and finding your next home while you sell your current one. Whether you are looking to sell your home and you want to sell it for more, do so with the Intel Edge that only Gary Ashton can provide to you. GaryAshton.com is where you go. So let us talk about the players you're most excited to see coming up tomorrow. night. I know a lot of you guys are excited for the preseason. I have my feelings about the preseason. I, you know, it's... (laughs) I was talking. I was talking to, I was talking to a, a couple of people that work in the football world today about this, and and basically, um, basically, trying to figure out okay which teams are going to actually play starters, so I can not watch as much preseason football as humanly possible. Now I'm doing it differently, right? Because I've got individual players to watch and a lot of ground to cover. Uh, you guys are just excited to have football back. I'm excited to have football back. Preseason means real football is almost here. So it's completely fair uh, to get excited about the preseason, even if what you're going to see on the field isn't indicative necessarily. Some of it can be informative. It's hugely important for the players who are trying to earn roster spots. I don't want to discount it at that at all. You've got guys out here fighting for their professional football lives, and I respect the hell out of that because it's not easy. Some of these dudes won't ever actually get to appear in a regular season game. The preseason may be the height of their NFL experience. I certainly don't take away from any of that at all. But as far as like learning actual things, outside of, you know, I want to watch Malik Willis, and, and we'll talk about that, and mechanical stuff. But what I see in the preseason is not going to tell me how well Malik Willis can read a defense. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, we'll uh, let's talk about who is excited as we sit here I have just received another text from Southwest. My flight is now delayed to 12.09 a.m. Woo, woo, woo. I am not going to be happy by the time I get on the radio at 10 a.m. tomorrow. Uh, I could promise you that. I don't know what the radio, I know the radio show is going to be fun. I know we're eventually going to be in Baltimore, but yeah. 12.09 a.m., not a happy buck at this point. That's delayed by almost 40 minutes. Trash. Anyway, let's, uh, let's talk about who you're most excited about to see in the preseason let us discuss on facebook youtube twitter and twitch which titans player veteran rookie free agent whatever the case may be now some of them may not be playing outright but uh, we can talk about it together and hopefully i'll be able to give you an assessment of who is or is not playing and i it was my understanding talking to a couple of people with the team that not all of the starters traveled i don't have names specifically but I know that not the entire roster did not make the trip to Baltimore um, this afternoon or this evening when they took off. But let us uh, – let us. Uh, Michael Jones says, I'm an Uber driver. I can get you to the airport fast. Not getting to the airport's the damn problem. It's leaving the airport once I get there. It's trash. <laughs> I'm trying to leave. I, I, I was on my way to the airport at 3.30 today. I wasn't having a problem getting to the airport and getting out of the airport. It appears to be the issue. Which player are you most excited to see? Rookie, vet, free agent, whatever the case. In the comments on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch, it's your Two Rivers Ford take here on the primetime show. Of course, as always, presented by Two Rivers Ford. Two Rivers Ford will always make the car buying process easy. So many things are hard to do today. Getting a flight, it's hard to do today. I could have driven to damn Baltimore by the time, uh, by the time I'm actually going to get to Baltimore and would have made better time on that 10-hour drive. Things are harder to do right now, except getting a vehicle from Two Rivers Ford is always going to be a breeze. They will have any number of ways that you can get your next vehicle, whether it's new or pre-owned. Two Rivers Ford has you covered with one of the state's largest selections. Their non-commissioned sales staff, as I mentioned, doesn't work on commission. So you'll feel zero pressure on you throughout the car buying experience. And they always sell non-specialty vehicles at below MSRP which means you'll always great get a great value. Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet or online at tworiversford.com. So, the situation uh, for the preseason game. Who are you most excited to watch? Uh, let's see. Dylan says, Daniel Craig, to me, that's the biggest question on the roster. Well, I mean, it is a question, certainly. I think the outside corner spot is as equally as important as, um, you know, I know the offense has a lot more questions about it than the defense does, and really, that's the only spot where you have a legitimate question on the defense. But yeah, outside corner and right tackle, those are the two spots that I think are most clearly and obviously up for grabs. Uh, let's see, Caleb Hubman on Facebook Live says Burks for sure. Uh, let's see, want to see Radens and Weaver for Dago on Facebook Live? James Welch is getting uh, excited to watch Malik Willis play. I, uh, Puka says, "Uh Oh, you are home. It is true. I am home and my flight will not leave until 12 So four hours yet, basically, uh, three hours and 50 minutes, um, <laughs> three hours and 50 minutes before my flight will leave, uh, from Nashville international airport at this point. Yes, I am experiencing the delays that so many of you have experienced. Oh, good. Look at that. The porn spam found its way into the YouTube chat. I thought that was only a radio show thing. I think that's the first time we've had the porn spam appear on YouTube. Very good. That means we've got lights, lots of likes. So if you ha- apparently, if you get to 30 likes on the radio show, the porn porn spam appears. So I don't know if uh, if Producer Reed has done something on a work computer that he's not supposed to do that would uh, enlist the porn spam, but there it is. So we're very excited to see that. Uh, <laughs> who are you excited to see in the preseason? Percy Sledge says, will McCreary play? You know, Rogers—one who I have a legitimate question about whether or not he will play, because we uh, we know that he didn't practice most recently on Monday. He had not he had not missed any of the nine practices previous to that. I don't. I did not see him sustain an injury. Doesn't mean that it happened, um, but I think that I think that it is kind of a 50-50 proposition right now. I know for sure obviously Elijah Molden won't play and I have I am I do not believe uh I do not believe that Dylan Cole who was the only player who sustained any kind of uh well that's not true. Daniel Munyer was put on IR already, but uh Dylan Cole who was not on IR, I don't expect Dylan Cole to play either. Uh McCreary, though I think is is kind of a 50-50 coin toss at this point. Um but we will see how these things go. I, I'm interested. I hope that Caleb Farley plays a lot this preseason. I really do. I don't think Vrabel will do it. I don't think the coaching staff will do it because they don't typically play a lot of people during the preseason that matter. Um, but I would like to see I would like to see a lot of both Roger and of Caleb because I think Caleb's still got a lot of learning to do. Michael Jones says, is Molden injured? Yes, he hasn't practiced uh, since not even this most recent Friday, but two Fridays ago was the last time that I saw Elijah Moulton participate in practice. So he's clearly dealing with something. Uh, Dago says Monty Rice won't play. That's correct. Monty is still on the PUP, the physically unable to perform list. But I mean, it seems like the obvious answer, but for different reasons than the other guys, I'm excited to watch Malik Willis and I'm excited to watch Malik Willis because I can actually learn things about Malik that I'm not gonna be able to learn about the other players playing in the preseason.
1: With all those reps, Malik, how would you say you have progressed since day one in this facility? Talking
0: about like rookie minicamp day one? Sure. Oh, I don't know,
1: light years ahead of where I was, but uh, that's just from helping from my coaches and just dedicating the time to just study this information. Did you think it would be like that much of a progression that quickly for you as far as their- I didn't, but they, they told me it would. They told me it would, he told me to set up a, uh, alert on my calendar. He was like, first day of uh, training camp, and just see where I would be from the time rookie camp started. And he was right. I was light years ahead.
0: That's Malik Willis um talking about being light years ahead of when he arrived. Now, here's the thing about Malik. Malik, okay, so Malik and Petit Frere are the two that I'm most excited or most interested in watching. Because Petit Frere, and and I, I would classify Dylan Raiden as this too, and now I can see live game reps with offensive and defensive line. Even though they've got helmets and shoulder pads and the guardian caps on their helmets, they're not going full speed in practice. Obviously, they're not going to go full speed in practice. So the offensive lineman, I'm curious to see how Nicholas Petit Frere has come along. There's some technical stuff that they need to work through with him, but he's way... Of the two players competing for right tackle, he is the far more gifted player um, if he can live up to his potential and correct his technical deficiencies uh, because there are some things that they needed to clean up and the coaching staff believes that they can do that and they believe that he's capable of doing that. Petit Frere and Radins are are going to be focal points for me. Malik Willis will also be a focal point for me and I'm curious to see how you guys react to seeing Malik on the field. Malik is going to look rough. I think there will be moments where he makes plays with his legs and you go, wow, think about what that will look like in the backfield with Derrick Henry and, you know, you'll be able to do creative things kind of like the Ravens do with multiple tight ends with a run-blocking offensive line and it'll excite you. And then you'll see Malik Willis hold the ball or pat it because he's struggling to go through progressions or he's struggling, he's going through his progressions, but he's struggling to get his footwork to match up with his processing. As we've talked about, you'll probably see him, if he continues to play that way, uh, you'll probably see a strip sack because that is what that kind of stuff leads to. He doesn't hold the ball. He doesn't protect the ball well enough right now. He tends to kind of pat it as he's going through and holding it and holding it. And then all of a sudden, if he doesn't have both hands on it, defensive linemen come in and swipe it out from under him, right? That's the kind of stuff that they're trying to coach out of him. And I think you guys are probably going to have a, a, I'd be curious to see what your reaction is because, you know, we've been telling you what it looks like in in training camp. Anybody, uh, any of us who've been at camp regularly and reporting on this, but until you guys see it for yourself in a game, I don't think it'll really materialize in a real way for you. And then we can have a more legitimate conversation about Malik. Um, because then you'll have a sample size for yourself to be able to to say, okay, now I see the places where he's struggling. And then I see the places, you know, where, where they're talking about him growing and developing. And those, the kind of incremental, uh, growth, incremental improvements that you're looking for from a player at that position. Um, Randy says it's going to be a bumpy ride for the first few snaps. I would say it's going to be a bumpy ride for the preseason. Um, I would say that I don't, I don't expect, and you know, I think he will, I think he, he has the ability and we have seen him progress substantially, but it's still a long way to go because he's like the perfect case study for a quarterback. Can you develop him in a situation where there is almost zero pressure on him to play? I mean, there is next to zero pressure on him to play. The only pressure that exists is, is coming from fans who are still pissy with Tannehill about the Bengals, uh, situation. And I told you that the 2021 season has officially expired once training camp opens, So you're no longer uh, allowed to bitch about Ryan Tannehill. So now there's zero pressure on Malik Willis from anybody. It will be, it will be simplified. Um, the Ravens won't be scheming to stop him. So he'll have better looks than he would. If he played in a regular season game, there'll be moments where you see the arm strength because he's definitely got it. He can zip it down the field. He can zip it into tight windows. He can make plays that just kind of, I mean, you know, if for any of you who watched him in college or any of the highlight tapes out of Liberty, he's, he's exciting. He's electric, but there are going to be some things from a operation standpoint, working within a 42nd play clock, doing all the different things that he has to do with the line of scrimmage prior to the play taking place that you'll see some, some growth opportunity, and then mechanically, you'll see the kind of stuff that we're talking about as far as footwork and processing and protection of the football and all these different things. That'll be how it goes. Um, anyway, let's. Uh, so I'm excited to watch Malik and the offensive linemen because those I think I'll get a better measure um, of once we get to uh, once we get through the preseason. Thanks for letting us know he sucks. Says Eric Torres. No, I didn't say that. Um, but. Yeah, if you put him in a if you put him in a regular season NFL game today, like if he had to play a regular NFL uh, a regular season NFL game today on August the 10th, he would suck. He would suck. I mean, there's no like that's and that's not a knock against him. Of course, he would. He's nowhere close to ready for that kind of uh, for that kind of action. Anyway, let's uh, let's keep it moving. Let's talk about this win streak that I did not know the Ravens had until today. Um, 20 straight preseason games they've won, which is pretty, uh, it doesn't mean anything. Um, I don't think it means anything at all, but it is funny. Um, and I'd be curious to know what percentage chance do you give the Titans to end the Bravens preseason streak? Let's talk about it together on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. Give me a percentage chance that the Titans bring the 20 game preseason winning streak to an end for the Baltimore Ravens. Perhaps they dance on the logo again. Perhaps John Harbaugh and Mike Vrabel have words. Before the game again, as they did in 2020, when last the Titans traveled to Baltimore. Uh, what percentage chance do you give the Titans to end the Ravens' preseason winning streak? Um, streak is going down 100% for Alan Matthews, 30% for Kedrick. Uh, Eric says 60 on YouTube, 100% for Derek on YouTube. He says crush the Ratbirds. Yes, look at look at you guys. It's all already hating the Ravens. Um, when this game has absolutely zero meaning, other than you know, you may get a look at Malik Willis for a little bit. But uh I think it's I think it's pretty interesting. And we will uh we'll we'll play a clip from the around the NFL podcast here in just a second, right after I tell you about our friends at SuperBook Sports. Superbook Sports is Tennessee's newest sportsbook app. As far as I'm concerned, it's the best sports book app. It is clean, it is simple, it is easy to use. Superbook Sports has lines on every NFL game, no matter what the team. You can bet every Titans game already. There's a line for it. You can bet every Lions game. You can bet every Ravens game in the regular season. As you choose, Superbook Sports has the odds for you. They also have incredible odds boosts. Plus 250 is what you can get the Titans at right now to win the AFC South. And if you're looking at a situation where you're placing your first bet, they'll match it up to $1,000 and will give you those uh, and will match that regardless of whether the bet wins or loses. Superbook Sports has you covered. Check out the Superbook Sports app. If you have a gambling problem, call the Tennessee Red Line. 1 800 889 9789. Buck Butchers, my name every time. What it, what it, Ked Kedrick is what it looks like. Um, all right, well, give me the, I mean, listen, unless you're going to put a phonetic spelling. Our phonetic pronunci- pronunciation of your names in here, like it's just you know, you're just gonna have to eat it to a certain extent. I uh, I don't I don't know what to tell you. I apologize. I don't do it intentionally, but your name is not phonetically spelled for me on faith. Kedrick. Okay, how the hell am I supposed to know that? Unless you what do you, What do you want from me? Like <laughs> like respectfully, like I'm just supposed to like I'm just you're just supposed to transfer that via osmosis. I'm supposed to read your mind from across the internet? Of course not. It'll be ridiculous. I always tell you KB, says uh, KB. Okay, KB, there it is. KB, it is. We got it done. 20 bucks says I forget by tomorrow. Respectfully, KB, it's not because of you. It's just because I have the attention span of a small rodent and my brain is rotting more and more every day, especially given the fact that I'm going to be catching a damn flight out of, uh, catching a damn flight out of, bna to get to baltimore at this point at 1 a.m uh provided that my uh my flight does not experience further delays oh now departs at 11 44 we're moving up We've, we're gaining ground <laughs> by god reverse we're doing great jimbo says bucket storming i know jimbo shut up i don't need to know that i hit storming in nashville and storming in baltimore sick of this shit it's just want to get to my hotel room i want i was supposed to have a fantastic Baltimore Inner Harbor Crab Dinner. I had reservations at one of my favorite spots in Baltimore. Now I'm gonna be eating, you know, the Southwest Trail mix at 1 a.m. and then schlepping into the inner harbor at 2:30 and then waking up to do radio at uh what what time is my radio show? 10 a.m. Trash, all of it. <laughs> but it'll be good. 220 by Ray, 220 by Baltimore, says Alan. Um, producer Reed asks, is there a robe waiting for you in the hotel? Yes, this is a, this is a two bathrobe situation. You guys know the rules. I don't stay in a hotel unless there's two bathrobes in the hotel. Uh, this is a, uh, this is a, I, now that I've been around the league several times, um, what is this? This is your six for me covering the NFL. It's wild. I'm getting old very quickly, but two bathroom hotel, two bathrobe minimum. Are the hotels that we stay at when we are on the road. And yes, the Marriott Inner Harbor uh that I stay at is a two bathrobe situation. So we're very happy about that. Um and yeah, if, uh, this I can't how how can how could anybody how can anybody stay in a hotel that does not have the bathrobes? You cannot, you cannot uh, it's just it's uncivilized, frankly, at this point. Um all right so what percentage chance you give them to give the Titans to end the Ravens preseason winning streak. It was funny to listen to the of the NFL podcast talk about this today. Speaking of the Ravens, they have that our favorite
1: streak in the in the world uh, of professional football. 20 consecutive preseason wins, which is totally <laughs> bonkers and doesn't make any sense, even for a team that, oh, the Ravens try to win. So many things have to fall into place to win 20 consecutive preseason games. Guess who's up first? On Thursday, when they continue, hope to con- extend that all-time p- uh, preseason streak, you heard it, the Gravediggers' team, the Titans. <laughs> I mean, I know, I know they're not a division rival, but I, I know there's talk in that building with Mike Vrabel. They would love to take down. <laughs> what is like the, the equivalent of football of uh, Joe DiMaggio's week. 56-game hitting streak? Can it be done? can the Titans do it? If anyone can do it, I feel like the Titans might be well positioned because when all the third, fourth stringers are on the field, the Titans at least have Malik Willis probably closing the game. And even if he can't do a whole lot, he's going to run around and be exciting. So the the Titans and the Ravens have a rivalry that goes back historically. Mike Vrabel and John Harbaugh almost fought on a on, like, the Mm. 50-yard line of the field. He would love to take down. You might say that the history is rich. It is. You (laughs) You just might. So, I hope, I don't know, we'll see. Hopefully Malik Willis can make some plays and make it a game. It is bizarre. I mean, I'm I'm going through some old preseason box scores of, of like, when this— streak started, and at one point, the Ravens are winning games with Thad Lewis, Josh Woodrum, and Ryan Mallet as their quarterbacks, but they just find a way it's to win. It's unbelievable, and they broke the Vince Lombardi Packers record, and you know Lombardi oh, he's annoyed. was playing Bart Starr every snap. Sure. You know, that was a whole <laughs> different world. Like, this, this is so much stranger than whatever uh, the Packers did in the 60s and 70s or whatever.
0: So... That is the Ravens preseason streak. Um, the grave diggers says Yogi hurts. No, I think that's, I think that's uh, our buddy. Um, Justin Graver uh, who runs the Titans film room account. He produces the around the NFL podcast, by the way, I, I, I think I texted Justin when he got the NFL gig. but that's very exciting for him. And I'm glad that he's uh, getting to do that. He, uh, he is certainly very, very creatively gifted. And uh, that's a really good crew. I, uh, I like, the Around the NFL podcast taught me football when I was coming out of college. I know shit. And I was going <laughs> to end up covering the NFL. It's like, how do I learn about football really quick? Oh, there's this podcast called Around the NFL. Why don't I learn and listen to it every time or every day that there was an episode? So every day that I was in college, towards the end of my college career, when I realized, oh, yeah, law school is going to stink. I'd rather talk about sports on the radio because this seems easy. Um, not easy. Not as easy as I thought it was going to be. But... It has worked out swimmingly. So shout out the around the NFL podcast for, um, helping me to get my, uh, get my, uh, football acumen up to speed. All right. So hard knocks officially has started. Um, Bryce Erickson says, Kansas has us at 16 in the power rankings preseason or not. He can F off. Uh, yeah, I don't care about, it. I don't care about the power rankings. I don't care about it. Um, you know, I I would hope that after watching the show for long enough, some of you would not care about the power rankings. But I'll continue my mission to civilize another day. Uh, let's uh, let's talk about Hard Knocks. Why are you going to watch Hard Knocks this season? If you are going to watch Hard Knocks this season, I will tell you. In fact, producer Reed, look up for me the last the 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 Cleveland Browns Hard Knocks year because that's the last time I weekly on a weekly basis took time out of my day to watch Hard Knocks. I want to say that was 2018. Um, because I think that was Baker's rookie season. I think that was still Hugh Jackson as the head coach. You had Todd Haley as the offensive coordinator who's publicly trying to undermine Hugh Jackson. You had Greg Williams of Titans' fame, 2018. So I haven't watched Hard Knocks in four years, but I've seen enough clips that it is making, it is, it is, uh, it is giving me legitimate interest in the Detroit Lions on Hard Knocks, because I don't know a lot about the Detroit Lions. There's been no reason. They've been a wretched franchise for a long, 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 long time. Um, and they may still be a wretched franchise in 2022. But the clips that I'm seeing of Hard Knocks, they uh, they look intriguing to me. So perhaps on my flight, uh, perhaps I'll download it on my iPad and watch Hard Knocks on the, uh, on the flight to Baltimore whenever the hell I end up leaving for Baltimore. So why are you going to watch Hard Knocks? We'll talk about it together right after I tell you about the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage. They're always watching out for you, whether you are in the market to sell your home or if you are looking to find your dream address without the stress. The Ashton team has you covered. Gary Ashton will give you the Intel edge that you need to succeed. Intel uh, that allows you to sell your home without any showings or staging. Intel that allows you to find your next home while the Nashville real estate market is still red hot. Intel that helps you win the buyer battle and cash in on your home equity. Now, GaryAshton.com and the Gary Ashton team will help you accomplish all of these things and put you in a position to succeed. So trust the team that your favorite teams trust. That's the Ashton real estate group of Remax Advantage at GaryAshton.com. Uh Yes. So why are you going to watch hard knocks this year? How can the Titans get on hard knocks? God, I hope that doesn't happen. I can think of, I can think of, one, it would be terrible because Vrabel would be miserable the entire time. Vrabel Vrabel was actually on hard knocks with the Texans. Um that I think it was like 2016, 2015, I think was the hard knocks year. Um, but he would be he would he would be miserable. Um and like, you know, I see and I'm biased. I understand you guys are Titans, the vast majority of you are Titans fans, so you want to see your team. You want to see your team's story told. You want to see a national audience exposed to the players and coaches who you hear and watch and and talk about and uh, and enjoy every day. So I'm not knocking you for that. I just I think it would be I think it would be horrendous. Um, I think it would be I think John Robinson and Mike Rabel would let none of the interesting stuff out. Um, and hard knocks. I really I don't think much of hard knocks anyway. 2015 was the Texans' hard knocks. Mike Mike was a bit of a star. Mike was a bit of a star in the hard knocks because that outside linebacker who they, you know, there's always like a fringe roster player trying to make the team. They follow him through the whole preseason. and Then he ends up getting cut anyway at the end of it because of course he does because it's the NFL and like Vrabel dog cussing the outside linebackers because I think he was still the linebackers coach at the time. I don't think he was the DC in 2015. Um, yeah, I think, uh, I think, that, I think that a Titans Hard Knocks would be thoroughly uninteresting. But, you know, um, I understand why you want your, what, would want your team to be on national television for everybody. Um, anyway, so why are you going to watch Hard Knocks this year? I think I'm going to watch Hard Knocks this year for two reasons. Dan Campbell. doesn't matter if you have one ass cheek and three toes. I will beat your ass. That's it. That's the whole clip. Again, Dan Campbell. Doesn't matter if you have one ass cheek and three toes. I will beat your ass. I don't know what any of that means, but I'm in love with it. I just, I, I'm in, sold. Dan Campbell, six minutes. What, what is it? Three toes and half an ass cheek. What did he, what did he say? I don't know what that means, but I'm excited. I don't know what it means, but it gets the people going. Doesn't matter if you have one ass cheek and three toes. I will beat your ass. Who? Who is Dan Campbell fighting that has one ass cheek and three toes? What does that mean? What does that mean, do you think? I'm perplexed, but I love it. And then, you know, there's Aiden Hutchinson breaking it down, as rookies always do, in the rookie skits to Billy Jean. Sophie, her name's Billy Yee, Across the scene. I yeah. yeah. every head turned and eyes cream. You know. He yeah. <laughs> It, it's it's terrible but he got his team into it that that's lit I uh I, <laughs> I think I it got me into it Billy Jean's a hype song anyway but yeah I uh I really and en- I really enjoyed that clip now I don't know if I'm gonna I'll be honest I don't know if it's gonna actually make me watch hard knocks like if something happens newsworthy with the Lions and You know, I want to see if they cover it on Hard Knocks or sweep it under the rug the way that they did with the Raiders and Antonio Brown freezing the bottoms of his feet off in a French cryo chamber that was never covered on Hard Knocks, but was literally happening in the middle of them shooting Hard Knocks. Like if they're just gonna if they're just gonna keep all the interesting stuff locked down as the football teams always do, then I'm probably not going to watch Hard Knocks. But you know, Dan Campbell is interesting. I think Dan Campbell's gonna Dan Campbell's gonna have a moment. Um, He was the most interesting. Horrendous or how many uh how many games did the Lions win last year? I know they beat the Cardinals. Um, but there was a while where Dan Campbell was still winless and he was like the tie, and everybody's like, oh yeah, even if they win one, they've done great. And you're just looking around. No, they stink, they're horrendous. And Jared Goff is their quarterback. They're gonna suck forever at this point. What a time to be alive. Uh <laughs> I I think that the uh I think that the situation. Um, I think that the situation for the Lions is not going to get any better or worse, but it was fun, uh, to watch, uh, to watch that, uh, to watch that take place. Uh, let's see any, uh, Chris McClellan says, Buck, I'm sick of hearing about the flight and hotel. I don't care. (laughs) What? (laughs) Then turn it off. Like, what do you want me to do about it? It's just, it's not, it's not, uh. A to Z sports prime time with Chris McClellan. It's A to Z sports prime time with me. So I'm going to bitch about the things that are happening to me. And then I'm going to talk about your football team. And maybe, you know, maybe you'll enjoy it. Maybe you don't. It really bother me either way. <laughs> Sick of hearing about the flight and hotel as if that's going to make me stop. What? You must be new here, Chris. It's going to be okay. I promise. You will, uh, we will, What you'll watch the tape and improve. You'll uh, have some self-awareness the next time. Um, and then you may... Uh, ask or make your own suggestions. We do have a suggestion box, uh, as a matter of fact, for the primetime show. Producer Reed looking at me surprised um, as if he is it's the first time that he's been made aware of the suggestion box. This is my suggestion box. Uh, It's getting quite full, as a matter of fact. Um, So please feel free. Uh, There's many, many wedding invitations that I'm skipping um, in the suggestion box at this point. I, I consider the wedding invitations to also be a suggestion. But we have the suggestion box here. It's not quite like the magic bucket for Austin and Zach in the morning, but it does have magical properties. Um, Something in there smells funny. So I don't know how long it's been in the suggestion box, but perhaps it's time to, uh, you know, make some room for some new suggestions. Perhaps, Chris, that your suggestion will end up in this very suggestion box. But outside of that, you know, we're going to continue to do the show. Uh, That is going to do it for us tonight on A to Z Sports Prime Time. I am gonna to hope to God <laughs> to the football gods, to the airplane gods, to the flight, uh, to the flight gods, how all of these different things. I want this to happen. I want to go to Baltimore. I've, nobody has ever wanted to be in Baltimore as badly as I want to be in Baltimore. Just be so I can get there. And be done with it uh, at some point. but uh, <laughs> but hopefully, when we uh, when we do Titans radio tomorrow, coverage starting, at 5.30 p.m. Central Time. I will be in the Titans radio booth. And then I will be in the locker room afterwards. And I will cover that game for you. And then I'll be right back here. Uh, on Friday morning. Hopefully before the radio show. Anyway. In the meantime. Your suggestions are welcome. Radio show is going to be great. 10 to 1 The Zone. Hopefully the radio show is coming to you from Baltimore. Because if not. Uh, I'm probably not going to Baltimore. But these will be conversations that we have tomorrow. In the meantime. I got a flight to catch. Have a great evening um we will talk to you early tomorrow because the game is at 6 30 central time so prime time uh, an abbreviated prime time at 2 p.m hopefully from Baltimore